0: Oh, welcome. Welcome to the show, Rick. I mean, you're the guy I reach out to when I want to talk about sports. And I think it's important that we start with the NBA because if this protest or this uh, uh, pandemic hadn't happened, we would have probably started off the NBA playoffs yesterday.
1: Yeah. And who knows? The Raptors may have been in that NBA finals defending their title once again. Uh, the, The what if game is a lot of fun, but we just don't know. What we do know is the NBA is at least one step closer uh, to finishing off its season and to handing out the Larry O'Brien trophy once again. So that's great news.
0: Mm -hmm. They're going to be starting to get assembled players, they're hoping, uh, at the Wild World of Sports Complex. It's owned by ESPN, or at least they own the title rights right now, around uh, July 7th. And apparently that is in near Orlando, Florida. What do you know the specifics as far as what they have um, set out as their wish list into uh, the universe yesterday?
1: So, yeah, I should preface my comments that, you know, we just don't know if this is going to happen. We don't know if the NHL plan is going to happen because we don't know what this pandemic is going to do. If there is a second wave, this could really throw everything upside down. But as it stands right now, the NBA's Board of Governors uh, have approved a 22-team format to uh, restart and, and hopefully end their season. And as you mentioned, yes, it's going to be at the ESPN Wild World of Sports facility, which is really a complex onto itself. So it's really a bubble. And you might hear NBA fans talking about teams going to the bubble. That's what they're referring to. Uh, interesting to note, however, the vote was 29 to 1, and that one dissenting vote was the Portland Trailblazers. And for the simple fact, uh, that team preferred a plan that included 20 teams instead of 22. Um, uh, we know that teams are going to arrive in and around June the 7th. They're going to play eight games starting in and around July 31st to determine playoff seating. As we know, the Raptors have already clinched a playoff spot. Most teams in the NBA have already clinched a playoff spot. So this uh, remaining eight games, as well as a potential play-in tournament, similar to what the NHL is doing, could determine the final playoff spots in both the East and Western conferences. There is still a lot of work to be done in terms of finalizing the testing plan for the NBA. We do know that that the NHL uh, has enacted a, a protocol in which every player would be tested before they go to bed at night. So the next morning before any games are played, they would have those test results in hand. I'm pretty sure the NBA is going to adopt a similar program, Uh, And we also know that the NBA draft lottery has been rescheduled for August 25th. I know there's a lot of fans who always love watching uh, and and paying attention to that. Uh, The draft itself is going to go October 15th. And if if all goes according to plan, again, there's a big question mark behind that. The 2020-21 season is tentatively set to tip off on December 1st. So that, in a nutshell, is the NBA plan.
0: I want to roll back to something you said earlier on about where the, the games are going to be played. The ESPN Wild World of Sports Complex, you referred to it as a bubble. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it, uh, when you say a bubble, is it one of those places that is closed off normally? Are there several courts? What, what do you mean by that?
1: So basically, it is an entity onto itself. So think of a tree, and uh, you have different sections of Disney World's being a branch. The Wide World of Sports facility is a branch onto itself. So it's pretty much closed off from any other uh, theme park venue, if you will, at Disney World. So the players would be in this sort of virtual bubble. They're not going to leave that area unless they test positive and they need medical attention. Yes, that can be done at a local hospital. But once they're in there, they're not going to leave. So they're going to be in this virtual bubble, as they say.
0: What's it used for normally? Just. Sporting events in and around the Florida, uh, the state of Florida. It is it is basically
1: uh, a, a, an attraction at Disney World where you can go in. They have basketball courts, uh, tennis venues, and you are basically, <laughs> uh, you know, a pseudo athlete for the day, if you will. That's the attraction to, to visit that venue.
0: Oh, that's really interesting. All right, hmm. so uh, you mentioned they have some details to work through before this is finalized. Let's turn our attention to the NHL because yesterday they announced that the NHL um wants to start practicing. Can you tell us what what their announcement was all about?
1: Yeah, so the NHL is going to be entering phase 2 of its return to play plan starting on Monday and what that means basically is players will be allowed to participate in individual training both on and off the ice. However, there is a asterisk there. No more than 6 players can be involved. At a time, so whether there's a six-player practice uh, or they're shifting guys on and off the ice, I would assume. I'm picturing in my mind that six players are going to be in the weight room, six will be on the ice, six will be in a meeting room, and they'll kind of evolve or involve the entire team through that process. Uh, we already know that phase three—that's the the training camp portion of the NHL's plan—and they've already said that that's not going to start no earlier than July the 10th. And I think uh, uh, you know a reason for that, or one of the reasons for that is the whole border issue. We know that there's still a ban on non-essential traffic between uh, Canada and the US. If the NHL hopes to start some games, potentially in late July or early August, which is probably more likely, that border ban, if it's still in effect, will prevent a Canadian city, aka Toronto, Vancouver, Edmonton, from hosting any of the games. So that phase three date is really important. And phase four, obviously, is just the return to action with this 2014 tournament that they've already announced.
0: It seems like the NHL is a lot farther behind the NBA when you think about uh, the fact that you can only put six people on the ice in in a training facility and they are outfitted in a way that they probably would be afforded more protection than basketball players.
1: I mean, yeah, beyond wearing a mask, you know, the NHL, at least they have visors. But then again, both sports are so physical. You know, you're breathing on each other. There's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if I could use the prime minister's term, you are speaking moistly at times. Yeah, the NBA is no different. I mean, you're hanging oh. on guys. You're tugging. You're pulling. You're trying to get a ball. You're sweaty. Uh, you know, it is a, it's, it's a really physical, both of them, a really physical sport. So at the end of the day, I think that the biggest hope is everyone is safe. The testing plan works. And we can conclude both seasons because as sports fans, we're not only yearning for sports to come back, but we want to see just like the NHL, and the NBA, we want to see a conclusion to the team. We want, we, we want the end of the story to be told.
0: How much do the players want the end of the story to be told though? Cause a lot of them had expressed worries about maybe getting back to, uh, to their profession too soon.
1: It all depends who you play for. And that, uh, I think um If you play for the Detroit Red Wings and you are not going back, uh, you're fine with that. If you play for the Toronto Raptors and you're oh so close to another championship, some players might be willing to risk their health to pursue that feeling once again. I know it's kind of odd to say with people getting sick and people dying, but that's the mentality of these sports individuals. They know that there's an inherent risk with their sport. Uh, And, you know, they they push themselves to the limit and this is their craft. This is their career. Uh, There's a lot of money on the line. So uh, I think they're they're not going to be risky, but they're willing to put themselves in harm's way to achieve their goals.
0: I want to ask you about the possible matchup that I mean, I'm looking at when I look at the rankings as far as where uh, basketball teams are right now um, in the East. The Raptors are in the second spot, and in the West, the Clippers are in the second spot. Would you like that? Is that the dream matchup for the NBA Finals?
1: For me, it is. I mean, seeing uh, Kawhi Leonard back at Scotiabank Arena taking on the Raptors would be amazing. We won't get to see that because this will be in the Disney World bubble. But still, Raptors. Yeah, but we'll
0: be watching it. We'll be if watching. If it happens, yeah,
1: we'll we'll still be experiencing, sharing. You know, uh, our our our. our uh, living room cheering section on social media, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, for for Raptors fans, that's the dream final. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. If you're the NBA, yeah, you'd probably like to see the Raptors back in the final, but you might opt to see a big market like Boston or maybe a Miami versus LeBron James and the Lakers. At the end of the day, you know the two best teams usually make it to the final, and the best team usually wins. And if the Raptors can find that magic like they did before the pause, uh, I think we're in good shape.
0: Rick, it's always a pleasure having you on the show. Thanks so much for joining me. You got it. Anytime.